Welcome to the VinoCast, everybody. It is November 8th. Welcome to the one, the only, Jordy, Jared, exclusive, no longer on free platforms. I guess free platforms, but no longer on SoundCloud. Yeah, exclusive. Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Except for SoundCloud. Well, Feels here, good not to be a SoundCloud rapper anymore. We've transcended. No, for sure. I think in time, the only way we're going to be on SoundCloud is when people like post clips of our shit on SoundCloud. Like leaked. Scrapped shit, scrapped episodes. Yeah. Clips from us on other people's shit, common mm-hmm. combined to make it seem like it's a uh, our podcast, so they get views. Yeah. Compilation clips. You feel me? Nah, dog. What's up? It's fucking November twenty-eighth. I was about to go twenty-eighth. November eighth. Let's get up there, it's man. It's a Sunday. There's a lot of things going on in the world. A lot of things change. A lot of things happening personally. Well, you want to start there, or you just want to talk no, with No, uh, just, what's going on? Like, what's up? Whoa, dude. So much Fucking, going on. uh... I had, like, a real pure day today, man. I woke up at 1 p.m. I ended up getting kind of toasty last night. Kind of toasty, bro. Smacked some brews. I had, like, four, five, six, seven Coronas. A Lagunitas. Two Bud Lights. Started watching the Poltergeist. Oh shit! Scary movie. Too late uh, for that, huh? Uh, yeah, but you know, <clears throat> yeah, it is. It was. It was a little late for that. It was like three or four by the time I started watching it. Um, which is a good time to do that, though. You know, you, I'm not gonna watch that at noon. You know what I mean? I it's know, like, but I'm that's what I'm, um, I guess what I'm saying is. Those movies are full attention, mm-hmm. so you can't fuck off, you know? It's full oh, well. attention. Yeah, but for me, it was kind of funny, because I had somebody come over to the house and hang out, have some beers. Oh, uh, that'd be, so see, like, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, I'm not a fucking weirdo, just getting drunk and watching scary movies at 4 a.m. by myself. Like, I came over, she came over, she's like, yo, what are we watching? I was like... Poltergeist, scariest thing I can find on Netflix. You ever seen this? You fuck with clowns. There's a clown in a rocking chair, bro. That's gonna fucking rock your world. Honestly, we got about 15 minutes through the movie. I'm not gonna say we finished the thing. I didn't even want to. I had no intentions of finishing it. I'm trying to sleep pure. I'm not trying to sleep about dreams. I'm not trying to have dreams about clowns, rather. Mm-hmm. So, I it was just a fucking, honestly, just a tactic, just to move away from watching a movie. It was just like a, it was a uh, audible. You know what I mean? It was like a, it was not even an audible. It was like a preset audible. Like it was like a fake out. Like, yeah, we're going to watch the movie. Psych. No, we're not. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. No, yeah. Last night, three, four in the morning, Moana was on. Feel me? See, it's a completely different vibe, bro. That's fire. I've never make seen way, that either fire. Make way, Moana is time you knew. The city of Montanu is all you need. Oh, it's that fire? It's that fire, man. 
That's heat, bro. I should, should I check? Is it better or worse than... Uh, that's not a nice thing to say. Is it, like, up there For better with, or for worse? It's just not a... <laughs> no, not, like, married. I, I, I said, like, is it better or worse? Like, we don't have to nah. call something worse. But is it as good or as impactful as Zootopia? Mm-hmm. You see, here's the best thing about why Moana is so big. For me, it's not because I've seen Zootopia. And you may be confused at that statement. I've seen Zootopia. Moana, it's been me and Morgan's go-to movie, right? Like, we always watch it. Like, at 614, we'd be eating the honey butter chicken biscuit with the limited edition strawberry jam sausage biscuit. Fucked up. And just pass out. I'd only get to like the first 30 minutes and I always passed out. And I did the same last night. Like I watched like the first 20 minutes and I like passed out. So I have no idea like the ending. But it's so beautiful from the f- 0 to 20 minutes that I, I know it's fire. I just have to. I'm kind of saving it. Oh, you still it. haven't watched it? Yeah, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. Oh, that's fire. And when you said you've seen Zootopia, do you mean that you've seen Zootopia or you've lived Zootopia? I've seen Zootopia, I've lived Zootopia, okay. I've been in it. No, but I've like watched Zootopia from start to finish like six times. That's love. That's fire, bro. I've watched, I'm not that kind of person except for one movie. Can I segue? Ooh, uh, we come back to this, but one of my favorite movies all the time, and uh, of all times, and I don't even know if I've ever told one you this. One of my favorite movies seen... all the time. <laughs> come on, dog. I'm tripping over my words. Dog. I like it's late, it. It's man. fire. Fuck. I had some beers today. First, before I talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, let's get back into the day. Let's just talk about our days, man. Let's start there. Because I had the most fire day. So anyway, I got tore up last night. Woke up fresh at 1 p.m. Stumbled around the house to find my hat and put some socks on. Left the house in exactly what I was wearing. Which is just some, like, um, sweatpants that I cut off, like, half-knee. So they're mm-hmm. just like short, short sweatpants mm-hmm. and a fucking Seinfeld tee. Mm-hmm. Stumbled out the house, threw, threw a fucking trucker hat on, stumbled out the house. Uh, went to a patio Mexican spot. <sighs> had a fucking, had some, a torta, mm. which is so Austin to me. That was like my favorite thing in Austin. Some Mexican sandwich, dog. Mm-hmm. So fire. And I'm not going to lie. I've been dieting crazy military diet three days per week, going nuts. So, like, today, I didn't even take a bite out of the torta because my stomach is, like, you know how it gets after military diet. Like, of course. You get full quick as fuck, bro. So, I was already had some beers. I woke up first thing I did because, like, this is not healthy. I don't, like, whatever, but I don't care. Fuck them. The first thing I did this morning, I stumbled, found a hat, found some socks, and then cracked a warm beer that was sitting unopened ah, on my fucking on my coffee table. <laughs> I cracked a beer. I drank the beer on the way downstairs, like in the elevator. And then we went to the fucking Villas Patio. That's what it's called. It's a fucking little Mexican spot out in Marion on first. And uh, smacked some chips and salsa. I had a michelada. Have you ever had one of those? Mm-mm. It's basically like a Bloody Mary, but with beer. Mm. And then they have like some Mexican spices. This one had like a cucumber and shrimp in it. And it came in like a clay pot, like it's big as fuck, like like Aztec painted pot, like it was beautiful, with some spicy shit around the rim, like it was fire. So I smacked that and chips and salsa. Then I got some appetizer nachos. So by the time my torta came, I was like 
military diet stuff, like the first one burger <laughs> after military diet. So I didn't, I didn't take one bite out of the torta. I still have it. It's still in my refrigerator. But uh, which is beautiful, dude. It's beautiful to be like full off like small portions. You know what I mean? Like it's so fun. You don't feel like a fat ass. Like you're like I still got to eat, but like I was satiated after a fucking a beer and some chips. So then I went uh, went out to the parents' house. Watch the Cowboys play a fucking good game, man. That was a good game to watch. That quarterback from UT, like, he kind of, he balls a little bit, bro. He, Garrett Gilbert or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you watch any of that? Yeah. Yeah, he, he he made some plays, man. I mean, for the fourth the fourth quarterback to be active this year for the Cowboys, like, I was I was happy with him. No, that's, um, that's uh, I feel like when you start getting that deep is when, like, like the optimism is more heavy. Like if you're on your four string quarterback, I'm like, now I'm like, I'm expecting someone that is actually gonna like contribute because it's not about, I don't know, they're just like hooping, you know. <laughs> there's no, there's no politics. There's nothing to lose. We're just out here balling, bro. Yeah, like I'm just trying to throw the ball. And he's balling like, he like, dude, he like broke out of some sacks, like some T.J. Watt sacks. And then ran for like 15, 30. Like he had like 50 yards rushing or some shit. Like it's like, it's just like he was just out there hooping on some fucking sharp shit. Mm-hmm. Like a sharp, sharp fucking flag football. You're, and you got nothing but you're just hooping with CD Lamb, just balling. I mean, they lost, but like whatever. It was a good game. Like Ben Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger nah, did his thing. Like, Steelers, I love the Steelers. Honestly, bro. I the love Steelers the Steelers are. And like that game would be like the the possibilities of a a Steelers Cowboys football game. Like if everyone's healthy, everyone's there. Oh man! No pandemic in either Pittsburgh or fucking Dallas. Maybe Pittsburgh for like a a Sunday night. A Sunday oh. night, like maybe Terrible like towels. the weekend before Christmas. Oh game. man. And then they play again in the Super Bowl in the Dallas football stadium. Let me paint a picture for you. Literally, you got Zeke with a red nose, like chilly as fuck, lined up uh, behind the quarterback, Dak. He's calling an audible. He's, standing, he's under center, but he's like standing up right behind the center, calling an audible, and you can see the, the fucking, fucking breath. Yes. Oh, you can he has see like his a breath. Neck roll. He has like a nice scrunchy like scarf neck roll thing. Yes. Amari Cooper's wearing a hooded sweatshirt under his fucking jersey with the hood up and a fucking like face mask. And you just see his eyes and his hands are like in a hand warmer, Jeez, like pre snap. That's so cowboy <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, literally. But everybody's wearing like long white sleeves looking clean drip. And then Ben Roethlisberger has like a ripped jersey. He's bleeding out of his nose, but he still like pulls him off after getting the dude. Like Ben fucked his knee up and then threw like six completions and a touchdown. Nah, like, he's what legendary. the fuck? He's, he's like, dude, I love him, bro. Yeah, like, he just has, like, the black sleeve with the fucking, like... Oh, he's so classy. <laughs> he's just a... And he's 6'5", like, 260, bro. Yeah. He's, like, a big motherfucker, dude. Nah, he embodies, like, fucking Pittsburgh Steeler, Big Ten, fucking... Ball State. Just... Or did he go to Miami of Ohio? My, Miami of Ohio. Played, played in Kinnick. Iowa. Played in Kinnick. In Kenneth, crazy. That's so fire. I wish, like, that would have been a cool game to say that you were at. Yeah, I saw Big Ben in college. Like, you know who I did see though, which is fire. I saw Nick Foles and uh, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Arizona. Those are yeah. That's I'm trying to think of. I've seen uh, 
Randy and Chris Carter on the same team. Well, see, that's <laughs> redonk, dude. Like, that's redonk. But that's a different caliber. Like, that's fucking, like, Hall of Fame. Like, if I could see Randy, like, Randy's top three people I would want to see. The number one person I would have wanted to see would be Mike Vick in his prime. He's my favorite player of all time. Oh, bro, stand up. That's Mike Vick in his prime, favorite game. player of all time. But, like, a second or a third is Randy, dog. Randy, did he score a tutty? Uh, bro, I was too young to know. I was like more scared of the Viking horn because I yeah, it was basically like a family game trip. They, I think they were playing the Saints. It was like Don, were you a no, Viking fan like, at the time? Yeah, I was a Viking fan till oh six. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, now nah, I'd have been like oh four oh five. You're a Vikings fan until you could decide oh, on your own. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, because my family is diehard. So, like, I was, yeah. like, my birthday, it was, like, a Viking football card plaque. That's so dope. But I loved it. Like, I that I always will have a love for the Vikings. Like, it, if, if they're on, I'm watching type shit. Like, I just have a love for them. Like, yeah. I want them to win. Like, my grandpa's had, like, crazy jerseys and shit of Vikings players that were, like, old. Um... The purple people eaters. Yeah. Nah, but bro, I was more scared because, like, they had that Viking horn that they, like... And it's just, like, mad loud. Yeah, I was just like, bro, I need to get the fuck out of here. I just remember, like, my aunts and uncles being drunk as fuck wearing those, like, gold Viking helmets, like, with the fake dreads and shit. Bro, that's so much love. I feel like I've seen a picture of your mom in a Viking helmet. Oh, no, literally grilling. Grilling, bro. (laughs) Grilling is so fire, bro. That's so fire. No, I might get dude. that tatted on me, bro. No, literally. And, dude, that's so fire because, like, for one, that's just so home to me. Like, my grandparents, my grandpa is a Vikings fan. Like, I have Vikings fan family as well. But it's so dope to see people just, like, not even at the game, just chilling on a deck with, like, a cheese head or with the fucking Viking uh, horn thing or with, like, a, maybe a terrible towel using that as, like, a little hand wipe. Like, those things are so fire because that's just, like, that's just pure love put into, like, a thing. You're just supporting your thing. Mm-hmm. And even the Vikings helmet might be the dopest, because that's just, like, sauce anyway. <laughs> that's a fact. I like, think it would be low-key kind of weird if you were wearing a big-ass cheese head. Yeah, but that, okay, I can't... Okay, Linda, I don't, that's too much. I don't fuck with cheese heads. Never have. Ever. I get I get it. I'm just saying that... I don't get it, bro. I get it. I get it. Like, I get the culture. I get the... I get it. Like, why there's cheese on your head. <laughs> But, like, I would never, like, uh, I, you know, I, it is what it is. I know some a lot of Packers fans, and uh, they definitely are cheeseheads, you know? <laughs> Every Packers fan I know is, a, like, a literal cheesehead. Like, like cheesy as fuck? Just cheesy, and just, like, you got cheese in your head, bro. Like, you got cheesy ways. You, you got, got a hole in your head, dog. Like, Butt it's that, that and then it's just, like, Overalls with the orange Carhartt beanie, like blunt, that a blunt and honest, blunt and honest and cheesy. Wrangler jeans, dog. Tim's. <laughs> Tim, but like not Tim's. No, like, like caterpillars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not Tim's, but uh, bro, they look like they're you know like Carhartt colored caterpillars. I have something for one. We have a collab coming out with Tim's. Uh, maybe this. Oh, one that's. Dumb. Maybe this, maybe next. Um, 
But I forgot I have Gore-Tex fucking Tim's. Those are so fun. Oh, that's so dumb. I was thinking about that the other day. I was looking at Tim's. I'm looking. To, I'm looking. Maybe you can help me with this, actually. I'm looking for a pair of boots for the winter that are obviously stylish but and also right. functional. Well, I'm about to, um, like, you're about to get these then. So it's it's a Beeline collaboration. Beeline, is, Beeline was like a designer uh, billionaire boys club that was like, it's been, it hasn't been like being like used forever. Um, but it's like coming back for this collab and we have shirts and stuff. But it was like the designer side of billionaire boys club. Oh, that's um, fire. So it's not a person. It's like a, it's a. a it's like a brand. It's like a. It's like a, divi- a division of billionaire boys club. Yes. I kind of like Billionaire Boys Club EU. Like, we also have... Well, BBC EU is actually its own brand, but yes. But, I mean, we're all one. But it's like they actually are their own thing now. Um, but, I'm yes, sorry. it's that. It's it's that. Like, it's basically ice cream type shit. But here, I'm going to send you a screenshot of the collab. I'm going to get a pair for sure. It's just super, like, you're going to What's see- the difference between BBC and ice cream? Uh, BBC... So ice cream is actually like the skate portion of the brand. It's like the team ice cream. It's like the, uh, it was like a skate team. So it's more so the skate portion of the company. Like it did the shoes. He did did the you listen to the song I sent you? Uh, I believe so. It's uh, made in Tokyo ice cream swag. Yes, I did. But in the song... It's Cameron, which is a crazy feature, like old school feature. Cameron comes on and he says, Pharrell ice cream. Like it's a bar. He literally says that. No, I was like, oh, shit. That's fine. Hmm. That needs to be played inside of the store, bro. What the fuck? That album just came out on Thursday. No, I'm going to play it tomorrow. Play that in some surf and turkey feeling. All right. Look at this post and you're going to fucking want these so bad, bro. <laughs> when do they drop or are they out? Uh, they drop the 19th, so in a week. Week and a couple. Oh my god, bro! What the fuck? Those brown ones are stupid with the orange laces and the yellow with the purple laces. I think I'm fucking with the fucking with the peaches and the blues. No, nah, you're peach and blue, dog. You're peach and blue, by far. Whoa. This is not- those browns and orange are fire, but those are like, that's the classic, just like, colorway. No, exactly. I like the crazy, I like the crazy colorway. Even the, the navy and the fucking yellow, they're all fire. Green and purple, fire. Nah, yeah, I love that they know. have the fat ass B on the tag too. Nah, yeah, let me know. But yeah, man, there's your boot. Wow, and Pharrell is tagged in that picture, which of is hilarious. Of course. So far. So anyway, what I was gonna talk about earlier with like favorite movie situation. Mm-hmm. First of all, let me go get a drink. Get a drink, man. I'm drinking wine. Well, I'm talking mobile. I got my fucking AirPods in, so I can still talk, I guess. Uh, do you... um, yeah. What's up? Nothing. What are you sipping on? You sipping on uh, white wine today? No, sir. I'll wait till you get back to show you. I'm back. Oh, 
first sponsor. You kidding me? Look at the official court fucking. That's like a uh, New York uh, fucking water line. What are those called? That shoots the water in the streets? No, it's, yeah, a fucking fire hydrant thing. Yeah. Um. No, this, they're definitely going to sponsor us. It's going to be dope. But, um, yeah, I'm drinking some Seven Moons. I had got some for the election, had a bottle left over, cracked it open last night, left a portion for tonight. I'm sipping on a San Pellegrino uh, cherry and pomegranate. Ooh. It's a sparkling water. It's very good, very healthy, very clean, very fresh. I love San Pellegrino. And they sponsor the James Beard Awards. That's fire. No, they're yeah, like the, they're the one it. beverage that is like sold in Trader Joe's type shit and Target and Walmart. Like they That's are in everywhere. San Pellegrino is like it's it. Like it's just it's the uh, if you're with the sparkling water, fuck a fucking Lacroix, fuck a fucking Uab the Bam. I do fuck with Topo Chico, but that's a different vibe. That's a vibe of like I'm on a patio on a like on a wooden like um, fucking picnic table. In Austin, was on some rocks or some sand, eating like a juicy ass, greasy ass taco with just onions and cilantro. I'm drinking a Topo Chico. But if I'm doing anything else in my life, it's a San Pellegrino. If I'm recording a Vino cast, it's a flavored San Pellegrino. If I'm fucking rubbing and smoking bacon, it's a natural sparkling water San Pellegrino. If I'm taking a shit, it's a lemon and lemon zest San Pellegrino. That's great. That's a Our second great. sponsor, San Pellegrino. Yeah, get it fucking Frank. going, man. We need money. Seven Moons and San... Dude, like, that's gonna make me so happy to be sponsored by Seven Moons and San Pellegrino. Yo, I can't wait because, like, the studio is gonna have just, like, a, a, a cooler for each. Literally a cooler for every sponsor. And just, like, cases. I'm giving out cases of San Pellegrino on the streets, dude. That's a fact. Oh, my God. Was that wine? That was not wine. That was lighter. That's okay. At least it wasn't wine. Um, but yeah, man, that's fucking sounds nice, crisp, and refreshing. Sounds like a nice beverage to definitely like refresh and just. And it's crisp. a beautiful. I guess a beautiful can. It's like nice and pink or purple and blue. I guess it's, it's, a nice, it's like a, It's like very. It's like a thin. It's a thin can too. You know, so it's a nice grab. It's like a white claw can. Mm. So it's just nice and mobile. You get off the bam. Like I can get jiggy. I can like move my hips with this can. You know, if something come, if some music is played or something like that, I can get jiggy with it to this can. Nah, with this can. A jiggy can. That's a jiggy can. You're. Frequencies right. Nah, dog. Sage. Yeah, that's that's fire. You had a nice little um Sunday, fun day. Let me tell you, man. I've been going. I've been going to Zillia Trilly just on like mentals, like getting my mind right, getting my body right. For instance, like I said, something about the military diet. I'm doing the military diet every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's basically just like a. Me and Jared have done that since like 614 or before, probably. That's the. It's just a diet that restricts your calories. It tells you exactly what to eat. It's super fucking restricting. It's like. 1,100, 1,200 calories a day, just like tuna, hot dog, apple, ice cream. Very restrictive. And I've been trying to go gluten-free, so I'm not eating 
the bread portion that it allows you, so it's even a little bit more restricting. And I'm lifting every day, running every day. So, like, I was just went into this weekend with just, like, Saturday night and Sunday are yours, and then we're back clocked in on fucking Monday. But even at that, like I said, is when you go that hard, like, in your body right, you don't want to completely fuck off. Like, you don't want it. It doesn't feel good. Like, it feels good to kind of fuck off. Like, I'll go have a beer with some tomato juice and, like, a half a plate of nachos, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to eat the whole ice cream cake. <laughs> That's a fact, man. It's crazy, like, sucks. how I, uh... No, that military diet, um, when we did it a, a week, a couple weeks ago, so you're going strong. But, uh... No, that shit always just refocuses and like it makes you feel the success of um, what's the word I'm looking for? It makes you feel the success of being disciplined. Mm-hmm. And so you can see like what happens when you're disciplined. It's extreme discipline. It's not the longevity of like it's not necessarily a lifestyle. But, no, like, it's not. It's, it's not a healthy lifestyle. But for me, what it does is it's it's a uh, it's extreme discipline, but it's short time, it's short term, and it's tangible. So you're like, yo, I got, I'm halfway through, I got one more day. But like after the first day, you only got two more days. You can do three days, but yeah. at the end of the three days, there it's such a sh- extreme discipline that you feel you feel different. Like you feel you feel tight. You might feel fucking energized. You definitely feel like your stomach is shrank. So it's like you get a you get the gratification of extreme discipline. You learn like it, for me, it, it reinforces what discipline means to success. It reinforces how important it is just to fucking do the thing mm-hmm. and just follow through. I mean, with that, like I said, like I'm making it into like a six day plan to where it's like military diet three days and then just like bump it up to seventeen hundred calories the other days. But I'm still not eating breads and shit like that. So it's like. It's a little bit more longevity discipline, but it's still it's like I'm fitting into shit. This is the first day I fit into the Seinfeld t-shirt, bro. I had to show that shit off, dude. I got hella compliments on my Seinfeld shit. First time I'm sliding into this bitch, 2X, you hear me? That's fine. Fuck, yeah. I'm fucking getting out here, bro. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it feels good. That's like after two or three weeks of doing the military diet, plus a little oop to bam. I'm not going to lie. I smack some Bud Lights every once in a while. Not in my military days, but like, you know, on Friday, Saturday night, whatever. But it's still about the longevity and just keeping it fucking being mindful of it. Because if you fall off, like what the military diet is, just soaks my mind up with that shit. And then on Saturday, Sunday, I'm still thinking about it. It's not like I'm, I give myself the green light to go do whatever I want, but I'm still thinking responsibly because I just bounced off the military diet. If you go just like days and weeks of just doing whatever you want, fuck it, dude. I'll eat a large popcorn and then go get a fucking 12 piece at Wingstop. Mm. I'm just off the rails at that point, but this kind of gets my mind right. Mm-hmm. Keep focused. Stick to the plan. Now that shit definitely is like, that's the biggest thing I always take away is more shit the mental, like, whatever. I lose three pounds in three days. It's dope, but it's definitely like the, the mental butterfly effects of that shit. And I've been reading that food therapist book for the last couple of days. And uh, same shit. It's just like, it's an interesting, it's like the psychological effect of your relationship with food. That's like what this book is about. Like this girl is like mm-hmm. studies in psychology and NYU and shit like that. So it's just like, it's shit that you know. But it's just like a major focus. So it's like we're both similarly focused on 
you're more doing the thing than I am for sure. Like you're way more like you're doing diets. Well, listen, bro, we're at different phases too, man. You're ahead of me in the sense that you, we both struggle with weight and we're both like, maybe mine was a little bit more extreme, but at a time you were pretty in the mud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, yeah, I still feel muddy. Right. But what I'm saying is like, you did the main fucking get off. You know what I'm saying? There's a point to where it's like, you got to fucking do the get off. You got to drop a big load real quick. <laughs> and then once, I, once I'm down to fucking 230, 225, yeah, it'll be like, yeah, I'm going to focus in. I might eat vegan. I might tinker with some shit to try to get down to 195. But like, I got to get down to something that I can start to tinker with first. I'm up here in the threes, dog. I'm like fucking right now, probably I'm like 330. Like, and I've been way higher. But it's like. I got to fucking be way more extreme. So I'm not comparing our paths at all. It's like, yeah. yo, if you want to do the military diet with me, that gives me some fucking juice that helps me. But it's like, dude, we're not in the same fucking spectrum right now. Like once I get down there, whatever. But like, you already did this fucking big drop back in fucking uh, first Avenue. That shit. Nah, bro. That like, I always, uh, that just highlights again why it's important to reflect the journey. Don't get caught up in it. Cause that shit will literally freeze you, bro. What, uh, how did you do that originally? So I had the My Fitness Pal, right? And honestly, I really started because like there was this hot ass blonde chick. One hundred, dog. Hot ass blonde Absolutely. chick, and like I never got attention from hot ass blonde chicks like this. She was from like small town Iowa. It was Kirkwood, and she like like I felt like I was like the coolest kid in the room type shit. <laughs> so what do you mean? Like when? She like talked to me. Shit. She like talked to me. Yeah. So like, you're like, oh my gosh, she's talking. I have a, re- I have a purpose to live now on some fucking. <laughs> it wasn't like, it, I mean, there was a lot of like, it was a lot of shit that I'd never experienced before. That didn't primarily focus me to like lose weight, but I just like started to go crazy. You know, I just started to like fuck it. Like it started with my diet. I just calorie cut, and then. Once I was able, honestly, that was the first time in a long time where I was able to fully control my groceries that I had. Like, I had to buy my own groceries, all this other stuff. I was on my own. Like, I didn't have to consider anything type shit. So, it really, like, that paired with, like, wanting to just make a change and shit. But uh, I started with my fitness pal. It's an application that counts calories. Like you put your food in it, and I like would try and stay around nine hundred calories. That's low. Yeah. That's fire. And then I just run like a a block on Edgewood. I would just run around our house, just like a mile. Just one block. And then it got yo. This is like making me like tear up, bro. Like. Yo, but this is the shit that we're it's talking so about. It's so fucking that- fire. Like, just I now I'm putting myself back in that routine, and like it was like late at night, like running down First Ave, like just running by like yes. Iowa Cedar Rapids houses, like Christmas lights on. I'm listening to Maroon Five in the ears. It's like yeah. I, my first iPhone I've ever had. I'm working at like I'm just like really starting to. My vision and everything that we are now and manifested was. Uh, 
like we've been doing it for a long time without saying we're doing it, you know. So it's 100%. like everything, no matter where you are in life, like everything is a piece of like your past, you know, because you are literally like tomorrow we are. What we are tomorrow is like what we think about, talk about, put in today type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like, yeah, man, I would just run. And then there was this one point where I finally could do the whole thing without stopping. And it was like, oh, uh, bro. it was like, uh, I think it was like the route was a mile. So it was just like, I would do that every night after a, a subway shift, watch the diet. And then Jake started working out as well and that like feel like we could feed off of that like not just uh like um competition but like just like if someone else is like not eating shit and is running after the same shift like we would work subway like yeah if someone's running like someone else is gonna it's just like that type shit yeah you there's days where you're gonna be low the other person's up you can feed on that energy it's like i'm not gonna let this i'm not gonna be the one that doesn't get out here like, i'm not gonna i'm not the one that fucking is i'm not the lazy motherfucker and then, i mean whatever that's the competition side i i tend to feed on that side a little bit more than i like to but what i view it as like whatever gets you there mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's the competition there is out of love like with me and you and in the competition like sometimes we'll do a little who off to bam like i'll bet you a fucking russ and daughters but it's more along the lines of just like you got a partner in crime. Like it's like, yo, you fucking feel this shit day two military diet. I'm dragging ass. You know what I mean? Like it's somebody else you can relate to. You're not just out there mm-hmm. on your own completely. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. What I was getting at is like, <clears throat> it's okay to be like successful type shit. Like you're in the weight loss world and in many other worlds, but in the weight loss world, you're a success. So you ain't got to fucking put in crazy fucking, you won that. You're still, it's an ongoing battle. It's not over, but you don't have to go at it with the same vigor. Like, you can give some of your resources to other things now. You know what I mean? Like, you're still going to focus on it, mm-hmm. but instead of putting, if you got if you got 10 cookies for the day, instead of, cookies is probably a bad example for the weight loss thing, but if you got $10 for the day, you don't have to put fucking $9.50 on your weight loss anymore. You might want to throw a couple bucks at it, mm-hmm. but it's like, you ain't got to put nine fifty. Like, right now, I'm putting, like, nine eighty five at this bitch. Like, I'm out here. And then 15 cents goes to reading. I'm just, I'm broke. I'm taking credit. I'm like, yo, I need a couple more bucks. I got a little work. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> taking credit. It gets, I I'm doing it so I can get to the point where I can start spending money elsewhere. Yeah. And, like, today, whatever. Ooh, up to bam. I worked hard for the past three weeks. I could spend some money, get myself a Michelada, and get my fucking, I got my upper thigh out. Got some sun on my thigh. And I, you know, because I felt comfortable in my body. I'm getting wearing short shorts to the patio. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a vibe. I fucking was able to, I saved up a little credit. I was able to spend some money today in other places because I've been spending it on weight loss. Budget. I love it. I love to hear it, man. Budget. I, uh, I have been super focused lately in, like, um, the things that I want and the things that are going to keep me disciplined. Like, I'm on that discipline um, rejuvenation. So like my lock screen, I'm doing insanity right now. That's what I'm doing as far as working Fire. out in fitness. So I feel like, especially for us, for me, like I just know that I always have some kind of regimen. Whatever, if it, if it's insanity, if it's fucking med, if it's like uh, yoga, if it's running, there's always some kind of um, physical fitness struggle. It's 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 like training, you know. It, it's training. 
Um, but my lock screen is like the calendar. So I've been like, just like setting like hyper focused things. And it's literally, it, it goes back to 614 poster on the wall. Yeah. Type shit. Yeah, posters on the wall, dude. I still got posters all over my shit, bro. I still got, that's in my main 614 poster, the same poster. Oh, that just lists out my goals, like what I'm going to have, what I'm gonna, who I'm going to be, who I am. Just to remind myself, yes, sir, Guy Dewey, bro. That's a beautiful sticker on it. Yo, check it. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Well, that was that skeleton incense chamber thing. Yeah, speaking of 614. <laughs> That's fire, though, bro. Like, it's dope. I, where did I get that? I got that at the fucking, uh, what was that called? That uh, we used to get, like, the the fucking Chiba or whatever the fuck that is. What is that? Oh. Uh, it, uh, Planet, shit. Planet K. Planet K, dude. That place is oh, awesome. Yeah, epic. I got a little incense for epic, epic, epic place. The last time I was there, like the last time, it was when like you've been in Iowa type shit. I was working at private stock, whatever. There was one that we'd always go to for hookah supplies, materials. On 35? Situations. Yes. Instagram photos in front of a car with a cactus in it. Spray paint. Uh, I like backed into a car and just dipped. (laughs) (laughs) Fire! Um, Bro, uh, I fucking started watching this documentary that's on YouTube, and it's an old ass David Cho documentary when he hitchhikes across the country. Wow, it's produced by Vice. You should check it out. It's on YouTube for free. It's actually like Vice did episodes of it, but they put all the episodes together, and it's so crazy because he just like he has a, it's him, his like cousin, and a camera crew, and they just like fucking they're hanging out with bums. They break into a fucking, they break into abandoned buildings and deal with cops. They like blow a bunch of money at the casino. He gets, he wins like 10 racks at the casino. They just blow it on dumb shit. And he, the whole time he just like has a cardboard sign, like pick me up and it's just riding places. And he, and it's dope about it too. Cause he always has a spray can, a, a spray paint can. So he's like doing crazy art on these buildings too. It's fucking nuts. It's, it's beautiful though. It's cause it's his like, his mindset. And it's a little bit younger Cho. And, like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't know who he is type shit. Like, he doesn't, he might still not fully know who he is to people, but at that point, he was just, like, he's very relatable. Like, he's mm-hmm. like us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he was just going, I mean, it's just, like, ah, it's so beautiful and honest and fucking true American shit. Like, it made me proud to live here. That's Which beautiful. is crazy because it shows like the underbellies of America, but it just shows culture too and like love and like he's like riding with strangers across the country through like fucking Arizona desert. Nah, you know that's, what I mean? that's like, amazing. Yeah, I definitely need to check that shit out. And it's David Cho talking to them, so he gets the best out of people. Mm-hmm. No, nah, you can say so anything. Pure you can say anything. Say anything, man. Literally. Nah, that uh. That point, for one, I need to watch that. For two, you were saying like it made you happy to be here. Yeah. I haven't felt that forever until Saturday, bro. Yeah. And so I'm chilling. Obviously, I've been like actually like looking at the shit. I've been watching like CNN and shit just to like watch it. Yeah. 
So I've been like focused, but like uh, come like late Thursday, early Friday, I knew Biden was gonna win that shit. Obviously, like he was closing six hundred thousand like differences and votes and shit like that on states. So I was like, he's obviously gonna win. Um, uh, I just kind of stopped paying as much attention to it, and then I was just like on social media, someone posted that Biden won. So, like, I was, like, dope. That's fucking dope. But I was, like, watching. I think Iowa was playing. I, I don't know what I was watching, but I just was, like, doing something else. And then we went out to go to Starbucks in Central Park. And it was just, like, the amount of people that were uh, just putting joy out there and dancing and fucking honking. And it's, like, it literally felt like there was a, a war. It, it, it was a war. And it was, like, we won the war. Like, it was people celebrating, honking. Like, everyone was out wearing like it was just it made me ha like happy to be well yeah yeah for me it's it's just right like, i don't know like i don't have political viewpoints i'm just happy that it's like we can relax and we can be comfortable no, in, exactly. our own, in our own body exactly that's exactly like, like population no body what i don't i don't know anything about anybody i just know that it's not gonna be <laughs> I that mean, there's empathy, empathy, there's hate, empathy, it's, it's like, yeah, hate isn't yeah. the fucking, like, enabled, there's no more hate enabled, it's just like, like, this is a huge, like, this year is, like, it's a light, it's light, regardless, like, there's light involved, there's empathy involved, there's, like, it's the, it's a foundation of, like, the culture that we live in, and we have to, like, see and deal with, so it's, like, you know, it's not gonna. It's politics has never affected me in my decision making. Like I'm gonna do what I want to do regardless. But as far as like what we have to see and hear and be it like what is enabled in this society that we live in until we get the fuck out of it or whatever. Yeah, I but don't, it was I just mean, it was just super cool. It was just, more chill. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You can feel it in the air. You can feel people taking breaths to relieve in the air. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's funny too I told you when I, I told you how I found out <clears throat> I was sitting at Starbucks reading a David Chang book with my uh, little sister um, and uh, wearing a fucking vote for Trump or vote not vote for Trump a vote for Kanye hat in like some short shorts and Tom she's looking like a weirdo in the middle of a bunch of old people reading newspapers when everybody found out at the same time, like we all got the update on our phones basically. Uh, and it was just like, whatever, like Cedar Rapids, Iowa, old ass people drinking coffee at nine in the morning. Like it's like a little, it's a different vibe for me than it was for you. As far as our environment, like my environment wasn't as dubious and there's a lot of, there's more Trump flags now than there was last week. Um, but personally I felt a relief and like whatever, like I, you are what you make of your environment too, to some extent. So I, my personal bubble has been happier and up and uplifted, mm -hmm. but my environment, like my literal fuck, the population that surrounds me is, is red. Oh, 100%. So, so it's, so it's a little bit of a different vibe here. Like there's like, fuck it's it. I go out to my parents' house who live in a fucking state, uh, city of a population of 700 and I go out to their house today and there's there's double the amount of Trump flags and like Trump flags on cars and Trump signs and just like neighbors yelling about fucking recounts and all these stupid things where it's like, okay, this is not, 
this is not an accurate depiction of what my world is. That's so just crazy. Thing, it's it's crazy. frightening to me. Yeah, that I couldn't do that. I couldn't fuck. I don't know how you do that, bro. Like obviously, like I would, if I was there, I would be able to do it. <laughs> but like that You're shit doing, is so no, crazy. Like, like, and it's honestly. What is the opposition? Living here in New York City is the first time I ever felt like there's like fuck shit. Like if you're on, if you're evil and you're dark, you can't, you 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 can't survive here. Like there's a difference between like having an attitude and not fucking get being fucked with, which is literally the equation to those that can't survive here. Like if you're evil, if you have hatred, like that shit is not gonna fly in a place where. There's every culture in the world. And dude, I think that like, I'm just spitballing here. This thought just came to me so we can think about this. I think that in a spot, from my personal experience, Cedar Rapids and Iowa, like whatever these mid, like whatever, these towns like Cedar Rapids have preset decisions. They've made decisions. They've made their mind up on what the world is. They're set into a way. They're on a fucking treadmill of action, reaction, repercussion. They're on, they know what it is. They've made a decision for life. When I go into a city like New York, uh, New York reciprocated my energy. New York is open to change and to morph. New York is what it what its people are. New York is culture. So when I went into New York and I let myself out, it reciprocated to me what I was giving to it. Like you're, to your point, if I was full of hatred and looking for some beef, oh, you can get shot down in the subway. Yeah, we got that for you. That's down that way. But if I'm up here, I'm open. I'm looking for love. You're going to find it. Oh, you want to learn about Basquiat? Here's fucking uh, 20 Basquiat books, three Basquiat murals, and a Basquiat display with a fucking group of children, like a classroom of children discovering Basquiat for the first time in front of your eyes. Like, that was so, like, literally, I put out the intention of learning about this human, and I fucking got that back so hard. So it's literally just like it reciprocates your energy crazy. When I'm in CRR, like whatever, like the universe is going to reciprocate my energy no matter what. But it's there's kickback because everybody is set in their way. So I'm going to piss a lot more people off because they don't want to reciprocate shit. They just want to be in their fucking treadmill of chain restaurants and fucking hate and like nine to five. It's not all hate, but it's like chain restaurants, nine to five, fucking ooh, off the band. This is how it is. You fucking do this. You live, you die. New York is just reciprocating. We got what you need. What do you want? New York is like, what do you want? We got it. Want some fucking Jay Z shit? Beautifully said. Yeah, bro. Want some Jay Z shit? Fuck with me, you know I got it. That's what New York said. <sighs> but yes, just A lot of beauty to just feed on, a lot of light, just to, just a lot of shit you don't have to think about anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like you, like the worst case is like not even a worst case necessarily. So it's like it's just shit you don't have to think about. I can just get back to the regular, like regular schedule program. <laughs> like it's just one less stress on your mind, which is very important. It's one less stress that probably like butterfly affected into a lot more stressors that's exactly what i'm saying like it's it's one less it's one less demon you gotta battle Mm -hmm. it's just uh, a little bit stronger you got you know Mm -hmm. one less battle one one more weapon you have for something else yeah dude um 
pretty excited about that. It was just a crazy Saturday, bro. Like that, the Hawks went by like 42. <laughs> I still haven't watched highlights yet. <laughs> it's just a... Uh... Yeah, man. What was it? Just like fucking all-around team effort? Did that quarterback go I off? didn't watch a, a single snap. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, there was like a kick return and shit though or something. Like there was like a punt return, there was like a fumble, there was like uh, Aaron called me and was talking about the game. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh shit. He was talking about like there was like (laughs) exactly there was like two minutes left or not two minutes left. There was probably like the game might have just started, maybe like ten minutes in, if that, and like the Hawkeyes already had like a punt return, like a forced fumble, picked up touchdown, like. Wow, I'll watch the highlights after we get done here. Or maybe I'll, I'm going to watch them right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to give you a play-by-play, bro. <laughs> and, like, after that, yeah, we'll discuss, like, Hawkeyes is a – there is a, it's a culture, and we're a part of it. So we, I think that we also need to tap into that. Yeah. Um, and make Hawkeyes – I'm not happy up. with – I'm disappointed in them right now. Oh, but it's still – they're still such a big part of my life. <laughs> it's like, it's, um, it's, yeah, like I said, it's like a fucking, I had season tickets all throughout high school. Like, it's like the biggest part of my life. Like, oh, that was like my main love for a long time. So like, I'm, I'm mad at them right now and I'm disappointed in them, but I'm not gonna, it's like, uh, true love. <laughs> you know, but it's like, just, unconditional. Like, yeah, like I just gotta give isolation. I need, like, I'm like, taking a break from you. Yeah. You're just, but just like I'm watching learn. it right now and it sparks learn. like I'm juiced up. Learn. Yo, they're learning right. though, bro. Let's get oh, some wow. Alright, number sixteen wide receiver white kid, never seen in my life. But he hit a fucking oh, it was just like a thirty yard little reverse. They did a reverse, the classic reverse Iowa handoff. I ain't gonna lie, bro, I'm gonna also watch these. <laughs> you can I'm be ahead of me. Should I pause? Should I pause? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, let's no, let's start them at the same time. Hit, hit a refresh. Hawkeyes versus Michigan yeah, State. Okay, it's on YouTube, and it's the 8 minutes and 16 seconds. Big 10 Network. 8 minutes, 6... Okay, ready? 1, 2, 3, click. I got an ad, bro. God damn it, I'll... Okay. Hold on. Ready? 1, 2, 3, go. Are you in? Yep. Quarter 1. Hand off. Hitting the handoff right fuck. The ball just got Wait, hit. Wait, fuck. Where are you at? He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. Yeah, okay. Where are the same spot? He just gave a first down finger point. Yeah, we're at the same spot. Okay. And then there's a little, you know, a little classic Iowa zone, zone ah, read run. I like that. God, that's, nice power that's easily the most beautiful field, though. Just yeah, like I, I The so colors clean. are solid. Like, that black is fucking pure... Solid. Alright. Oh boy. Yes, sir. He's a transfer. He's new this year, bro. No. Nah, he's he... a transfer in from Iowa Western, I think. Yeah, Made yeah, a yeah, yeah. Tackle yeah, for yeah. a loss. Uh-huh. Oh here, they're fucking him up, dude. They had look at number thirteen. That's oh, a fire look, bro. That's God. Chad Oh! That's like a Chad Greenway looking motherfucker, bro. Yo. When you're wearing like when you're wearing a team number like defensive line linebacker, that's a five. Oh, no. a little cross, easy cross. This dude's got some wheels. Who is it? 
Is that Vandenberg? <laughs> oh, no. Damn, I'm near. Damn, yeah, what the fuck? It's the same dude. They just reproduce those guys. No, literally, Iowa's never... It's going to be the same forever, bro. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's the negative part. We'll get into that, but... Uh, that was an ass highlight. What was that, like a negative two? Yeah, what the, the fuck? Ooh, what a catch, bro. nice catch. But that dude's a dog, though. That dude's a dog. Ooh. Oh, he's drawing, Let's bro. Go. That's a I've never seen, bro. Let it fly, dog. Bro, that's Talk in the... Bro, shit. no pandemic. That's in the student section. Holy fuck. Oh, bro, they're... We win by 80. <laughs> okay, why are we watching these ta- like no gain rushes? Yeah, man. I think it's because I, don't see I, that. I think I was deep. I think it's more so a, a reflection of like how dominant it was on both sides. Oh, yeah, there's no highlights on the other side. Oh, man. That number 16 can play. That's that dude that got that uh, reverse. Or oh, the, shit. Yeah, what, yeah, do yeah. Want, what do you want to call it? But that wasn't a touchdown. Come on. No. That was a nice punt return, though. I'll take it. Who is that? I've never heard of that guy. Goodson had another one. That's ah, nice. Power. That's, oh, he hit the oh, ball. That, that, like that. that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is this next is, level. I was evolving. It's learning. Archive. It's learning. It's yeah. learning. No, they are. They are. I, I'm proud of you. Hawks. <laughs> Dude, that number 97 can ball. Oh! Okay. 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 He's dragging. They want to win, dog. They're angry, bro. You see, you feel that? That's some heat, dude. He just drugged a, a linebacker with the ball, carried fucking five people ten yards. I'm sorry, bro, but the season isn't over for us either. Like we could, like, going from no not playing football and not expecting to play all everyone else, all these other divisions, SEC, Big Twelve, Texas, Iowa yeah. State's playing a month ago, and then you got to go straight into playing Big Ten uh, talent like off rip. Yeah, October, you have no, yeah. October, like. Especially with the offseason that we had, anyone with the can turbulence lose, bro. that we had. Yes, like anyone can fucking lose. And it's like to go out and dominate like that, Just though. The like... Just the one. Oh. He's icy, bro. I don't know who that is. I like him a lot. Look yeah, what the fuck? I like him, bro. Ah! He's a dog, bro. He's a dog, bro. I like him. Let me get the figure up to no crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's not even like. That's the, like, opposing section. That's not even, like, a fake student section. Oh, bro, my shit just fucking... Damn it, bro. Oh, no, they're drawing circles. Okay. Bro, that... I love it, man. You gotta be happy for that. Like, that... It was just a great day, bro. <laughs> like, I was just like, bro, this is fire. And then Morgan did, like, that comedian's makeup. And I was just oh, yeah. for her to do that. It was just cool. That was dope. I was very excited. I shot her a follow, and bro, like, she tagged Morgan in, like, two or three different things. No, that's amazing. All right, bro. All right, what do we got here? Let's. I want to see a pick six. I like, think it's coming right here. Like, this is a game where, like, you're fucked up. Bro, they're, uh, like... Oh, really? You, you really? asked for it, you got it! Really? You got it! Pick six! Oh, yeah, that's a gay-ass dive, but that's fine. He's tired. <laughs> No, that was some Hawkeye fucking... Yeah, that was not... We don't want that, but that's okay. He's a senior. <laughs> yeah, get him out of there. Oh, man. Dude, we just... That defense is piped up. I haven't seen many offensive highlights besides, like, five-yard touchdown runs. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's already 35 nothing. What the fuck? Jeez. And they're on this court. That number 97's a dog, man. I like him. Oh, the little ref college. <laughs> 
Spencer, nah, what do you got for me? Not shit. Ah. Yeah, the offense is terrible, though, bro. As far as... Yeah. We have a I running do. back. But Tyler Gibson is good. And we have good wide receivers. It's just like there's not a uh, someone to put the ball where it needs to be. Well, that quarterback has no sauce, bro. Was that a phone? I guess. Oh, that dude's getting it, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> That's so awkward, bro. He was bro. fucking going. That's so there's no there's no players in anywhere else in the in the world like that kind of player, but Hawkeye. No, what's his name? You remember the dude number forty six, yes. Christian Ballard? Yeah. <laughs> he had the longest arms I've ever seen on nah, a human. Bro, I'm thinking of like Outback Bowl days. Those defensive yeah. like linemen and linebackers was that's legendary shit. Well, Mitch King is my favorite. Fucking Mitch King, Carl Klug, fucking uh, Matt Kroll. Those dudes were fire, bro. Like, that's, like, my prime. Number 97 had a rushing touchdown against Iowa. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, oh, my. He's fast, dude. He doesn't get it, though. He got caught. Oh. He got caught. God damn it. It's okay. Oh, get hype, buddy. Yeah. No, that's fire, bro. That's, that's... Man, okay, it would be cool to be in Iowa City on Saturday, bro. That would have been a cool place to be on Saturday. Yeah, except for the... Yeah. No, I think I think be. it would have still been lit. Because it's like, Iowa City is like the blue dot. There's a lot of red in that bitch, but... No, I meant like... No, I, I was going to say because of the coronavirus. Like, I'm not trying to be at Brothers right now. No, yeah. I was saying like, if everything was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Past, I feel like this game would have been... Are you uh, getting an ad right now? No. Will you pause, please? Oh, I just got it. I'm watching uh, right, Borge Me. Well, now I'm watching fucking something about the fires. All right, man. I'm this skipping the ad, all right? Ready? Can you skip it? it? All right. Yeah, quarter four? Quarter four. Um, yeah, bro. What fucking, is that? Oh, wow. Oh, my. That was literally like precise precision. Whoa, what a punt. I wonder how we got the ball right there. Yeah, what the hell? Dude, this is take it. this is ridiculous. How do you lose did you this see, bad? Did, did you see it? Did you just <laughs> see his? Did you see his player profile picture? Uh-huh. They just like when he scored a touchdown, they just showed his face in the bottom left corner, and he was doing the Wakanda X. Mm. That's fire, bro. Okay, that was decent. I mean, yeah, but he just broke somebody's neck. Oh, a Kurt, a Kurt with a fucking uh, elbow handshake. That was weird. God, the fucking sheriff, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, man. I'm happy to see a no, 49-7 victory. Fuck Michigan State. Sometimes we just fuck Michigan State up. No, it all it happens. Like, there's at least two of those games a year for Hawkeyes. Or we just accidentally do great shit. Like, <laughs> amazing number one in the country. Like we like can, if, if you, run. if we could beat, like the, there's games that we have the capability to beat the number one team in the nation every year. <laughs> like we play good enough to beat, like if we play Ohio State and they're number two, like we'll probably beat them type shit, and then we'll like go to fucking, we'll go to web.com fucking <laughs> yeah. Arizona like ten o'clock. Start game against Arizona State. I don't know shit about. 
And there's like another game going on, so you missed. You remember when during the Drew Tate days, like, like, dude, you remember senior year in high school when like Iowa was like fifth in the nation, like we just beat Georgia Tech. Like we went, like we beat Georgia oh, Tech in the Orange Bowl. And then the next year, we like we're like because we were we could have went to the ship that year, but the North uh, the Northwestern game happened, and then fucking Stanzi was hurt, and then but that Literally year we were ten and zero, and Stanzi fucking does a naked bootleg, and it's supposed to go to McNutt. If he got the ball out, it's a touchdown, but he fucking gets sacked in the end zone and like fucks up his ACL or something like that. So then, uh, Young, what James Vandenberg? <laughs> yeah. Like a freshman, James Vandenberg comes in there, and he like he balled. Remember, he balled out against Ohio State. Oh, he had that out. like he had like a slant route that was like a dime ball touchdown. Just like a it was like first and goal, and he just threw like a a fucking dime bullet slant to like DJ. Kyle I'm sorry to say it. That's a different Iowa team. I mean that in the sense like James Vandenberg, backup quarterback, comes in with a little bit of sauce. Our starting quarterback has literally zero sauce. Mm-hmm. He is the driest quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I hate him. Who, Ricky? No, Spencer Petras. Oh, yes. I was going to say Ricky Stanzi. I was saying like that team. Shit. Ricky Stanzi had so much sauce. James Vandenberg had a little bit. CJ had a lot. No, CJ. Like I'm just saying, that, those arrows of sauce quarterbacks, we had some quarterbacks with some sauce, bro. CJ had sauce. Stanzi had the most sauce that we've had in a long time. Drew Tate had some sauce. Fucking Spencer Petras has no sauce, bro. Yeah. Even Nate Stanley had a little bit of sauce, but he was starting to dry up. Like he he was like drier than CJ. Oh, so dry, bro. Um. But Spencer Petras is way drier than Nate Stanley. Mm. Um. He's fucking like you left the brisket in the smoker for fucking four days dry. Like it's tough. It's beef jerky now, bro. Sheesh. He's dry. No, but I remember, like, one of the most excited games I was, I was, like, when I was the most excited for a Hawkeye game, was uh, the year after they won the Orange Bowl. It was, like, the first game was, like, a 10 o'clock game senior year, like, at Arizona, like, it was, like, we lost, which was depressing, but, like, it was, like, the most hyped up fucking, like, I was 10th in the nation, or, like, 7th in the nation playing Arizona, like, at 10 p.m., who was the DN that was a fucking monster with dreads? He's still like Adrian Claiborne. Yes, like Adrian Claiborne, Ricky Stanzi, fucking McNutt, like Pat Angerer, bro. He was fire. Yes, he played for the Colts. Pat Angerer. We had who was the corners? Wasn't there a good corner at the time? One hundred percent, there was for sure. Was that after? Did we still have DJK or was that the year before? We still had DJK. McNutt. Yep. Were the running was it Brandon Wager? I think so. You remember? You remember Brandon Wager? Yes. Okay. He was fire, bro. If he would have stayed out of trouble, he'd have been fire. You know, he was highlighted on some like NFL rookie show on NFL Network. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that. That's crazy, dude. He had so much talent, bro. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's not meant for everybody. Fucking Hawkeyes, man. It's always nice to just. A lot of good memories, a lot of fun, a lot of joy. Yeah, it's not over. I think that they're they're starting to look like a, they're catching up with the times. But 
the Hawks are always reluctant to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to. You got to stay with it or get left behind. You got to morph. You got to grow. Exactly. Or you get dropped off. Just fucking die out like this. There are, there's a lot of things that are still here in this world that have survived time, but like it's dust, it's ghost, it's like, it's artifacts. There's artifact and then there's like dirt. There's things that are like, what do you mean? They're like, there's things that are, there's things that are timeless and remembered and there's just yes. like trash. There's eternal and then there's like things that are just a part of. Everything's connected. You know, but. I, there was a, there was a quote I, re- I listened to or read or something. I don't know. It's just information that's in my bread that I, brain that I got from somewhere that um, in all growth, there's inevitably death. Like even if it's in learning and like just in a conversation, I think it was like some Buddhist dude on Joe Rogan or something, but he was like, in a good conversation, there's going to be a bunch of points of death within myself. When you say something to me that is enlightening to me, the part that it enlightened, the negative side of that, like the dumber side, that, that, that whatever filled that void that you enlightened dies off to regrow and to fill that void with the information that I received from you or whatever. It was, so within growing and changing, things have to die off in order for that void to be filled with the new, you know? It's yeah. like clearing a space for your blessings to Literally, come in. Like that fucking Kevin Gates. And it's funny because that's something that we've been talking about for like two or three weeks exactly, now. Exactly, bro. Like Kevin Gates like reiterated that and like set it in crazy and that song was a bob. But uh, that's something that we've been conscious of and talking about. It's mm-hmm. like clearing space of negative habits and negative ideas and negative thought patterns. To open up a space that you maybe you don't know what fills into it. Maybe you're waiting for your blessings to come in and fill it. I mean, bro, but, uh, just we've, we, space. we've definitely we've felt that shit, bro. Like it's like it, it's real, and like hearing it is beautiful. And like I think something that really is important to me is it's one thing to hear and read about the cheat codes of like removing everything so the blessings can come in like it's one thing to hear that statement or like read it it's another to see an example of it you know or like see someone that's living out seeing like they're they're expressing the life it's not they're not reading off of a script they're expressing life like they're communicating life i communicate life i don't like to communicate surface level like I'm in the shits, like I'm in the life. But it's important to see the examples and look at examples and be the example. And it helps, I think it helps fortify your own things. Like, I mean, we're young, bro. No, we're so young we're having fuck. these, we're having these thoughts and we're developed, we're green as fuck. We're developing these ideals. Like, it may feel like we've been on this shit for a long time. We've been on a lot of things. We've been on the journey. But these things are, for me, when something like that happens, where I read about it, or I, like, you, like less about, read about it, but read about it as part, reading and seeing it as a part of a thing. But when I can 
experience somebody else as an example doing the things that I'm thinking about and the things, the revelations that are coming to me, that just helps reinforce it for myself. So like seeing Kevin Gates talk about clearing space in your life for blessings to come through helps reinforce ideals that I already have inside of me. So it's, it's nice to like fortifies it. It strengthens things in myself already. So it's, it's good to be, have those type of reformations because our uh, reiterations, because like anything is a reiteration. If you have a bunch of anxiety and then you listen to Donald Trump talk about whatever fucking hysteria he's talking about that will re that will uh fucking build up your anxiety that will make your anxiety stronger so it's good to have things reinforce the positive things within you and be a person that reinforces other people's positivities too so i think that's why i get so excited about hearing you talk about shit or hearing who up to band chance the rapper fucking kevin gay whoever the fuck then my next door neighbor like i love to hear people talk about things that i'm thinking about too and positively because that reinforces things that i share mm-hmm. mm. Love it. i want some more of it um i try so hard Dude, okay, so one of my favorite movies of all time, I was going to talk about this in the beginning of the podcast, it's called Office Space. Have you ever heard of that? I believe so. I just don't think I've ever seen it. I'm going to... And the, the main character, um, the actor is from Iowa somewhere too, which is just a little fun tidbit. But um, oh, the that's movie funny. is... That looks hilarious. Bro, the movie is about... Hold on. Is it Workaholics? Um... No, it's more along the lines of like, it's a single, it's a, it's about a guy, like one guy, and he works a workaholics job, and it has a lot of workaholics, like workplace vibes as far as like the manager being an asshole and shit, but then he's, he's married or has a girlfriend, and he's stressed the fuck out one day, and he fucking goes to this, his girlfriend or wife or whatever makes him go to a psychiatrist that's gonna relieve, like put him in a, a meditation state, and then uh, relax him, and then he, they're going to bring him out of the meditation, like hypnosis. They're going to hypnotize him into being carefree, and then to try to, like, whatever, like, get into his brain. So the hypnosis, the hypnotist, puts him into a, a trance of, like, not giving a fuck about anything, and then the hypnotist dies mm. while he's in the trance. So then he just goes about his life, where he was normally really stressed out, like, fast-moving. He goes about his life... <laughs> He goes about his life in this trance of not giving a fuck. Uh, like, it's so dope. And the soundtrack is fire. Like, it's old 90s rap music. And it's like, uh, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Have you ever heard that song? Yes. So fire. But it's like, that starts playing. He pulls up to the office. Like, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Like, some ghetto boys. Like, old fucking Houston rap shit. And he comes in the door. Fucking kicks open the door. Like, knocks down his fucking cubicle walls so he can have a have a window. You know what I mean? Like, it was a cubicle. He just starts sawing shit down. And he's just in there eating Cheetos, playing Tetris when his boss comes over to talk shit to him. So fire. Like, it's just a movie about just, like, like taking it easy or whatever. It's just a funny movie. No, I need but, to see uh, that shit. Jesus. It's on Hulu. But I went to, uh, went to Target, and they had this puzzle, bro. Oh, it's my cover. And it's in. God. It's a blockbuster puzzle, so it's in, like, an old blockbuster movie case. Yeah. And it's just the it's the it's the a poster of the movie. How many pieces? And we were talking about puzzles. Five hundred. Shit, we were talking, nigga. I was doing that, bitch. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I misspoke. 
Travis, there's a posty, like our webtoon has the posty and the Kanye puzzle. It's like sixty bucks. Uh, well, how much are they? Sixty. What is the posty? What's the picture of posty? It's uh, curly hair, sword tat, tux. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What's Kanye? Uh, portrait face, navy shirt. Purple and blue What's tones. Yeah. Lip, a lot Travis? of lips. Travis was the one where he had the uh, the things like opening his mouth, the hooks with like the skull t-shirt. Oh, from the highest in the room. Uh, yeah, someone bought that one and they did it at work. That's fire. Yeah, I'm really excited to get at this. It's like something like stimulating, but also not at all. It's it's also a discipline shit. <laughs> it's like right, starting and that. finishing, starting and finishing. Like it can be intimidating. Like it's not easy. Puzzles aren't easy. That's why it's called a puzzle. It's supposed to puzzle you. It's supposed to make you problem solve. And like what whatever way works for you. Like some people organ. Like I'm very organized. So like how I live my life is how I finish this puzzle. And like how I make music is how I did this puzzle. Like just organize, get everything numbers for me. And then, like, I could easily, like, it, I don't know if I could do a puzzle with someone else successfully type shit. I could. That'd be a good challenge in, like, teamwork. A puzzle, yeah, that's, it's it's good because it's, it's honestly best case because it's, like, faster. Someone can work on this half. You can work on this portion. Yeah, but that's a good metaphor for, like, a project. Like, you go fucking deal with this. I'm going to deal with this right now. Like, deal with that side of the thing. Go work on the cover art while I make this beat. Or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck it is. I think that's something that, honestly, like, it is a double-edged sword. Because I'm someone that really enjoys. Like, I've always been the solo mode. Like, I, if I'm playing Xbox, I'm playing by myself. I'm not in a party. If yeah, I'm doing a song. Like, no, I'm, I'm more so, like, I think that's why... I also like to do the puzzle because I want to feel the complete completion of the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It's something you can do solo. And it's like not something that's like has a time frame. You just do it at your own will and it's just like just the joy of doing it is the and the joy of the discipline behind it. Like the feeling of the discipline mm-hmm. is the purpose. What are we at right now? Yes. 103. 123, bro. Alright. Alright, John. That's a chunk of time. 
That's a chunk, bro. Feels nah. good. Life's beautiful. Everybody be safe. Light, love, happiness. Happy Poppy? Is that what that shit says? Happy Poppy? It says Happy Pappy. Happy Pappy. I like that. I'm a happy dad. Okay. I, I'm basically wearing like a number one dad hat. Number one dad <laughs> hat with the Seinfeld. Fucking dad. Well, the funny thing about this shit, bro, is I, I went on... Uh, I went on Poshmark and I googled hat, like happy pappy hat, because there was a quote that George Costanza had in one of the episodes where he was talking about being a happy pappy, I don't remember, he just said it, I thought it was funny as fuck, so I wanted to get a hat that said happy pappy, and then I'm wearing my George Costanza Seinfeld shirt, so that's only, it's like, it's only correlates to me and nobody else in the world probably, but it's fire, like it correlates, like it's a George Costanza quote, nobody knows that. Nah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So it's correlation. Here's personal correlation. Nah, You heard it here first, everybody. Happy Pappy. November 8th, Vino Cast, episode 21. Any last words? Just get a puzzle. Get puzzled. Fire.